Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Brawn Body Health and Fitness Podcast. I'm so glad that you're joining us today. Today I'm joined by none other than Dr. C. Mai Pham from the Mayo Clinic. And today we're going to be discussing Dr. Pham's personal journey. Dr. Pham is a very inspirational individual and I'm very thankful to have connected with him earlier this year. And I'm thankful to help him share his journey online through our podcast here today. Dr. Pham grew up in Vietnam and then immigrated to the U.S. as a refugee during the Vietnam War, and he later went on to attend the same school I went to, albeit a few years before I was there, and then went on to the University of Pittsburgh where he studied medicine and became a cardiothoracic surgeon. Dr. Pham's life journey and experiences are like none other. He's an incredible individual, and I'm super thankful for his time and him being here today. I know you guys are going to enjoy this episode and take a lot of lessons from it. Dr. Pham, welcome to the podcast. I'm super excited to see you again and talk with you again. Thank you, Dan. Um, Happy to uh, see you again, and I'm happy that you contact me after um, our encounter at Lebanon Valley College. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So for people who aren't familiar with you, or maybe they haven't heard of the Mayo Clinic before, would you mind filling them in a little bit about who you are and all the amazing things that you do down there in Florida? Yeah, I'm uh, currently is the chairman of the Department of Cardiothoracic Surgery at uh, Mayo Clinic in Jacksonville, Florida. The uh, Mayo Clinic um, is a uh, international uh, healthcare system, uh, they have the three uh, large main campus, uh, one in Rochester, one in Florida, one in Arizona, but uh, they also have uh, uh, the uh, system in Wisconsin and, and, and other places. Uh, so we are in Florida. I'm a cardiothoracic surgeon, uh, a surgeon that operate on the heart and the lung. I'm also a heart uh, and lung transplant surgeon, uh, and uh, I have been in Mayo Clinic uh, for the last four, uh, five and a half years. Uh, before that, I was at um, University of Maryland uh, and University of Miami and University of Pittsburgh uh, Medical Center. That's amazing. That's amazing. And if you're talking about me. I can't imagine doing like a heart or a lung transplant on someone. It's incredible to think the types of things that you can do. Did you always know that you wanted to be a doctor or surgeon or how did you get interested in medicine, Dr. Pham? Long story. Um, you know, I grew up uh, in Vietnam and during the Vietnam War. Uh, essentially, I, um, I grew up during the war and I have seen quite a bit of um, death and destruction as you currently see in 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 uh, eastern europe right now and you know as a teenager um, i have a lot of dreams and hopes and you know i see all these things i wonder you know all this um, uh, high technology sophisticated technology instead of using to kill people why don't um, to use it to heal people and and certainly that is one of the uh, inspiration that I have when I was a a, a young kid uh, a young uh, teenager then uh, life uh, had many turns you know the Vietnam War um, uh, ended uh, and I left uh, Vietnam after the North uh, Vietnamese took over the South 
1975 and after being in several refugee camps, I ended up at Lebanon Valley College in Pennsylvania. It's a small town, uh, Enview, uh, uh, Pennsylvania. And and from there, I got um, to study chemistry and was accepted to a medical school in, in Pittsburgh, uh, University of Pittsburgh Medical, uh, um, medical School. And then from there, I... Uh, trained to be a surgeon and in, in a, a heart and lung transplant. So that that where I started, and that's how I started and, how, and where I am right now. That's an incredible start. And I personally cannot imagine what you grew up seeing and experiencing in Vietnam during the war, Dr. Pham, because I think, you know, I just stop and think about my own childhood and I grew up without a whole lot of death or destruction and I was not surrounded by you know anything overly dangerous on a daily basis like you were and I would imagine that that had a incredible impact on your work ethic and your overall character and probably still does to this day yeah thank you uh, and certainly you know the uh, the situation cap um met um uh, create a person and know who you are and and it's uh, it did uh, it shaped your thinking and your uh, choices in life. So I like to say the expression is, you know, you're not what has happened to you, but you are what you choose to become in life. So unfortunately, bad things can happen anywhere, as you mentioned, what is currently going on in the Ukraine. However, just because bad things occur doesn't mean that that is the rest of your life mantra. You can choose to overcome the obstacles that were once in your path. And it sounds like you did just that. Now, after you studied medicine at the University of Pittsburgh, where did you go from there? Did you know that you wanted to specialize in cardiothoracic surgery or how did you get involved in that? Yeah, the um, at the time I went to medical school at the University of Pittsburgh, the, um, there's a lot of, of things happen sometimes. Uh, it it uh, it had been at the right place at the right time uh, because uh, I uh, I was a medical student and uh, I rotated through a, a surgery rotation in the chairman uh, of department of surgery at the time, Dr. Henry Bonson. Uh, he uh, was uh, in Vietnam uh, uh, helping uh, establish the. Uh, the uh, curriculum for the medical school during the Vietnam War in, in Vietnam. And, you know, the first day I rotated to the service, I listened to his lecture and then he he, he noticed my name and he, he asked uh, whether I was from Vietnam and we have a little conversation and, and we get to know each other. And he shared some of his experience, uh, experience uh, when he was in Vietnam and 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 helping out the uh, the uh, education, uh, the uh, medical education uh, over there. And we get to know each other, and he um, become my uh, mentor. And that's how I um, become a uh, interest in surgery, and and then become a. a a resident there, uh, and uh, and I did all my postgraduate training at University of Pittsburgh Medical Center, uh, and that uh, that how things started there. 
uh, and uh, at the time in the uh, early um, in the late 18 early 90 um, Pittsburgh was the center for transplant and then how well, that how I end up uh, being a, a heart and lung transplant surgeon wow so you were just in the right place at the right time by the sounds <laughs> then huh that's right yeah so life there's a lot of um, a miracle happened I guess uh, after some tragedy there's always some silver lining uh, at uh, at everything so you know I I left Vietnam at the time I was uh, 18 years old but um, my family I, I was uh, by myself and and able to 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 get here and and through a, a series of uh, being lucky I uh, got a lot of help from initially by the people in Enville, Pennsylvania, Lebanon Valley College, and then in medical school, I met up the Bonson, and then, and it's it just a series of, of, of being lucky, being at the right place at right right time. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Now, did you always feel like you were going to have that lucky moment or the breakthrough moment, or was there ever a time in your journey that you were kind of struggling with things or doubting yourself or doubting the overall trajectory of your life and career forward? You know, I, I didn't expect things happen the way it was. I mean, I was prepared for the worst. Uh, and, and um, you know, I say, you know, no matter what I, where I am and, and what I do, I will do my best. And I tried uh, my hardest because, uh, because uh, some of the experience I, I went through, I thought there couldn't be anything uh, worse than that. But uh, there are times uh, in, in, when I was in, first getting accepted to medical school, um, there are times, you know, I didn't have money to, uh, to buy food or buy book either. So, I mean, there are times, a hard time, but, uh, but uh, we managed to get through uh, and, and able to, um, to be able to, went through that uh, but you know you only try uh, there's um, those uh, difficult time always here go by and and uh, and uh, wouldn't try to dwell much onto it do you have any kind of insight or advice for other people who might be going through difficult times or hard times in life because lately it seems like a lot of people that I've talked with are struggling with different things, whether it be financially or just their overall situation. And as we've mentioned, you're someone who's kind of seen a lot of stuff. Do you have any advice for those who are going through hard times? What I can say, just try to do your best and take, take um, advantage of what you have around you and and try to lavish it and, and, and uh because these difficult times, uh, usually it will pass. And, you know, uh, knowing yourself, know what you can do and, and be persistent. And uh, it, 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 you, will, you will get over with, with that. I believe they say tough times don't last, but tough people do. And I think when you're in the moment, it can be probably difficult to recognize that the situation that you're going through is temporary instead of a long-term state of just whatever negative thing that you're currently facing, whether that's 
health related, financially, or whatever. Um, there's a lot of people facing a lot of unique challenges in life lately, it certainly seems. Yes, for sure. But um, again, persistent and, and be persistent and uh, do your best. And you were saying too, uh, you finished up at Pittsburgh and you had done the uh, specialization in heart and lung transplant at Pittsburgh. You said that they had a transplant center there, uh, but that was in, as you mentioned, the 80s, 90s. And today you're at the Mayo Clinic all the way down in Jacksonville, Florida. So what happened between, say, 80s, 90s to 2020? Where did you go after Pittsburgh or did you stay in Pittsburgh for a while? And what did you learn from that experience? I did my medical school um, in Pittsburgh and then I did my general surgery training and cardiothoracic training there. Um, then I stayed there as a faculty member for six more years uh, before I moved to University of Miami. Uh, Pittsburgh, uh, I mean, Pennsylvania, I live in Pennsylvania, probably the longest <laughs> of, of any place. I was there for 19 years from, from Enville, Pennsylvania to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. That's where I worked for since 1975 to, um, to 1998. Uh, so I, I lived uh, in, in Pennsylvania for a long time in Pittsburgh. Uh, Enville certainly is my first experience in the U.S. And, and it is a small town America, uh, you know, Main Street America. That's how I... Uh, learn the value um, that I I get uh, being nice to people, be helpful to other people, and 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 be open um, uh, to help other people. And 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 uh, I learn a lot from the uh, the value of uh, of uh, of uh, people in in a small town like Enville. And then Pittsburgh is the at the time it was when I was there is the a blue collar city, the steel mill and the steelers game, steeler and all that thing. So, so you, you work hard and you also play hard, enjoy all the the thing that uh, around you. And 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 then I met uh, a lot of good uh, mentor there. So 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 that how um, I always look uh, at life as something that uh, you know. Even though you, you, you are in a difficult time, but there are people worse than you, so you continue to help people and whatever you can, and and try to um, to do the best that you can. But I, I have learned a lot in in Pittsburgh. I have a lot of fond memory there. After that, I went to University of Miami and uh, and set up uh, or expanded a, a heart lung transplant program there. That's incredible. Now you mentioned that you you just mentioned that you expanded the program in Miami. So what did it take for you to take a existing program and grow it and expand it and make it into something that was more well known and more reputable in the area? Was there a lot of work on your part individually or was it more of a team collaboration and for anyone interested in learning how to grow and scale anything, I don't care if it's a business or a medical uh, department, what advice might you offer to them based on your own experience uh, scaling a department in Miami? Uh, well, I, I always think that, you know, to, 
to ask people to do something, you have to do it harder. You have to work harder to build something. The same thing is a small business or or a department or anything. You have to work harder. You show people that you know you uh, you work at at harder as they uh, do or, or or more than your team work. Certainly, you you have to show example to your team member and you have to rely on your team to build to build um, a group of people around you and you inspire them to uh, to to have the same purpose as you and something you know to 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 create some big something bigger than than uh, than uh, than who you are uh, and and what you you have and and that require how uh, horse up uh, uh, people uh, also, you know, not only uh, work harder, but also inspire people to to do um, to do it, uh, and you do that by example. So you mean to tell me that nothing great happens without hard work and sweat equity? Really, man? I I was really hoping I could just cruise control and coast there myself. I'm just well, kidding. <laughs> no, it it it. I I think whatever you do, especially um to to create a business or to build a program or to um do anything you you need people help uh, but you also uh willing to roll your sleeve up and 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 work hard and 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 show that uh that um that you know you you are part of the uh, the whole system it's not just uh, run it from the top down you run it from bottom up I love that. I love that you lead by example. And um, I like to say too, in my limited experience in business and having my own uh, business is if the person that you've employed is working harder than you are as the business or company owner, then you're probably not going to stay the owner for long. You know, the uh, the analogy I like is the person who is climbing a hill or climbing a mountain in life is likely more desperate or more hungry to reach the top of the mountain than someone who's already scaled it and sitting on top enjoying the view. So mm -hmm. whatever mountain you're climbing in life, whether that be you know studying and getting through medical school or scaling a department or in business, you should probably stay hungry and stay uh, committed to learning and continuing to work hard day in and day out because if you don't someone else will yeah that uh, that's very true after miami you then went to uh maryland and then to jacksonville is that correct yes yes uh i was in miami for 14 years uh we built a very very nice program um our heart transplant program become one of the best in terms of the survival uh, the best actually in one 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 year it was the best it had the best survival um not only that uh, the uh, i uh, i met a lot of friends and people uh, we still uh, uh, I, i'm still in touch with uh, we uh, so it it it's a it's a great um a great um a uh, great program that uh, we created and and we help a lot of uh, patients and uh, you know the uh, I work at um, at uh, um, State Inez Hospital Jackson Memorial Hospital where we took care of a lot of 
urban uh, and uh, a people a, a, a urban patient and also people um, um, immigrants and it uh, and also work at the veteran hospital there too so it uh, it gave me a lot of um, satisfaction that uh, I able to repay what I have received uh, as an immigrant when I first came here uh, in this country. Uh, so, so after that, Miami, um, I, um, my former mentor from Maryland uh, uh, was at Maryland and also some of my uh, residents were there. So he created a program and he um, asked me to come and join him. And that's how I end up in the University of Maryland Medical Center. Uh, so, <laughs> so that's another, another, um, uh, another program that I also enjoy working with. And we also expanded that program uh, and uh, met a lot of new friends there. And we're still in contact uh, to this day. So it sounds like networking and connecting with people has certainly been a strength for you across the years, hasn't it? Yeah, it's it's something that uh, you know I really enjoy it. I mean, every I I still keep in touch with people uh, that I um, used to be working with uh, from from Enville, as you know, and I still have friend in Enville uh, and and in Pittsburgh, uh, Miami, Maryland, and. <laughs> Florida, uh, Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah. So, have you learned anything from living in so many different areas, from cold cities to warm cities to mm -hmm. small towns? Has the region that you lived in taught you anything about life, or giving you any lessons that you take with you on a day-to-day -day basis? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I think you know it it the. Uh, the thing, not only that, but I also grew up in a very small town in 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 Vietnam. Uh, so it gave me a lot of perspective. Uh, you don't learn how to appreciate people. There's always good size of everybody, uh, no matter where you are, whether in a small town, in a large city, or other. And it it just that human aspect of it. If you sit down, talk to people. Uh, you always find something good about that person and able to make a connection. Uh, you know, it, it, it's kind of amazing. Uh, I, um, I have, um, I have uh, taken care of uh, a lot of veterans and other, and I always get excited when I talk to a, a veteran, and and in my life I have encountered quite a few. You know, I'll give you an example. One of the um, the um, veteran that I took care of at University of Maryland, he was a colonel, retired colonel. Uh, he was in the um, was in the army, special force or something in the army, and he. When I left Vietnam, uh, I um, I went uh, to a, 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 a camp in Guam as a refugee camp in Guam. And he was the commander who set up that camp to accept the refugee people there. 
and then uh, later on he retired from the um, from the um, service and uh, as a colonel. Then he got sick with the lung disease and I, he became a patient at the University of Maryland and then uh, I did a lung transplant on him. But after we talk about it, and it, it just uh, funny how, how things happen and it just, uh, here he was helping set up a camp to help me. <laughs> now he came back and, <laughs> and help him. So it, it's, it's such a life is full of, of miracles, so. That's definitely true. And it's amazing how things can go full circle and one way, you know, you were once someone who received help because of the work this individual did. And then a few decades pass and you ended up returning the favor and helping that inv individual yeah. by performing a lung transplant. So uh -huh. it's incredible how the impact that one person can have on you uh -huh. come back and you can turn around and have that same impact on them decades later, or you mm -hmm. can take a lesson that you learn from an interaction with someone mm -hmm. and apply it to your day-to-day -day life and impact mm -hmm. the lives of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, and maybe even millions indirectly it's incredible the impact that just your simple daily actions and the things that you do day in and day out can have on mm -hmm. others mm -hmm. it, you know at the end of the day you know, the 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 human interaction and then the connection that you have that that make your life uh, make you feel you know you accomplish something you feel you happy you feel that you fulfill it, it, it's just that uh, little human connection that really make, make your day and make your life uh, uh, quite fulfilled. Now, obviously, you are a medical doctor, as we've shared a few times. How do you connect with and interact with your patients? How do you build a good rapport with them before performing a surgery? Because uh, I've found in the past that some, not all, but occasionally you find one or two uh, doctors or surgeons who don't always pay attention to the patient interaction when I think that's one of the most important pieces. Uh, I think that's important, the way that I connect with people. I'm, I'm interested in them as a person first, you know, as they came uh, to you, especially in my specialty, uh, you know, nobody wants to go and see a surgeon, especially in a, a, a heart surgeon. Uh, so it's a lot of stress and a lot of anxiety uh, when when they come to see me. But uh, I try to to uh, to spend some time with them and ask uh, them about their life, what they accomplish, and what they do, and who um, you know their children and all that thing. Just a little uh, uh, connection there, and, and kind of amazing how. After a little talk, and you you be able to connect it with them, you share something uh, in common uh, with them, uh, and, uh, and 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 you can just latch on that or, or expand it on that, and and you put people at ease, you know. Uh, that way, uh, the uh, how you you initiate it it got it's not uncommon that. I'm in Florida, but I met a lot of people who come to see me from uh, Pennsylvania, from New Jersey, or from Maryland. And, you know, it's uh, a, a little connection there. Oh, I talk about the Steeler. They are Steeler fans, or uh, they have uh, 
from 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 Baltimore, uh, the Raven and other things. It's just a little conversation like that. You find something there that able that enable you to connect with them, and that put them at ease and 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 have a, a little conversation there, and, and certainly it helped with the with the uh, with with uh, making things um, uh, easier for for them. Definitely. That's great advice. And I think it really shows your care and compassion when you're willing to take some time and connect with someone individually, instead of just focusing on the health problem or health condition that they present with. Now, this might be the most important question we've discussed so far. You've mentioned the Steelers a few times. Are you a Pittsburgh Steelers fan yourself? <laughs> yes, I still follow. You know, when when I went to Mako's school there I started nineteen seventy nine. I mean Steeler was uh at the heyday then in the late seventy, early eighty. So. And I'm hoping our heyday <laughs> returns because uh, this year is not off to the best start, but hey, you know, sometimes life doesn't give you the cards you want and you just keep going and you make something amazing out of it. Are, are, they, are you a Steeler fan or oh, what? Yes. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Dr. Pham, as we've been talking here, I realize you have so much wisdom and life lessons that you can offer to everyone, not just medical students or those who have a doctorate degree, but everyone in some way, regardless of what their endeavors are in life. Do you have any kind of thoughts or remarks or anything that you really want to, do you have anything that you want people who are listening to really take away from your journey and your experiences or what should people remember as they go through life based on your own insight? You know, um, all of us um, going, uh, go through life, you will, you will encounter a lot of um difficulties but also a lot of uh of good thing people helping you i mean you you, you will uh, i think the the good thing happened to most people more than the bad thing if you if you just willing to for, forget about the bad the bad thing and just focus on the good thing uh, and then try to to do that to share that with other people uh, help give a helping hand mentor somebody try to to share uh, what what the good thing in life that you have, you don't have to share the bad thing. Share the good thing, and 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 that um, uh, whatever opportunity you can try to share that and 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 help people through. I mean, each of us have a lot of experience. We live through it, uh, and and uh, and uh, and try to help people that. Uh, that avoid that kind of uh, a bad experience that we went through and, and help sharing with them the good thing and and guide, guide them or, or whenever an opportunity is come and try to help people then do that and you will feel I mean you feel your life will be um, uh, happier that way I love so, that I love that the power of positivity and the importance mm -hmm. of daily gratitude and mm -hmm. it seems to be working for you pretty well, Dr. Pham, because I'll be honest, you don't look a day over 50 right now. <laughs> yeah, I look I'm much older than what I look, but uh, but uh, try to be positive and, and try to share uh, the positive, the good thing with others. So 
Definitely. Now, for people listening, if they want to check out more about you or find out more about you, is there any links to like a biography of you or a way to contact you online or anything yeah. like that that you know yeah. of? Yeah, I I am on LinkedIn and 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 also on Facebook. I have um, Doctor C Fam uh, Facebook uh, page there. You can contact me there and also in the LinkedIn too. So awesome! We will mm -hmm. link to all of that below, so mm -hmm. that way you can just click there and see all kinds of awesome information about Doctor Fam. Dr. Pham, it was amazing to reconnect with you again. I really appreciate your time and your insight uh, as always. Thank you very much, Dan. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Brown Body Health and Fitness Podcast. If you liked this episode, please make sure to share it with a friend, subscribe so you don't miss any of our upcoming episodes, and leave a review. This way we can spread knowledge and motivation and help reach more people. Thank you again for listening, and I'll see you next time.